Um, oh, there's a website, literally, hate big time, <laughs> btrsomuch.net. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. No, oh, God. <laughs> That's so funny. It was wiped from the face of the earth. Or maybe they maybe they just changed their minds. Oh, yeah, like me with the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> um, yeah, the about section just says, ew. Okay, I'm done here. Girl, my eyes and girl, my mind. It never stops after it's dark. Cause you're a girl, a girl, a girl in my The girl in my Welcome to From Rushers with Love, your podcast for all things Big Time Rush. Uh, today we are recapping and discussing Big Time Love Song. My name is Maggie. I'm Haley. I'm Ashton. What time is it? It's girl, girl time. time. Which, coincidentally, is how the episode starts. I, I <laughs> So when I watched it, I yelled, yes, just like really loud. And then I was like, oh, shoot, is Haley home? But you weren't, so it was know. fine. <laughs> when I watched it, they said girl time, and I was like, oh my god, they said the thing, and then my power went out. <laughs> and I could not finish the episode for, like, an hour and a half. That's actually I incredible. on pins and needles. <laughs> so, as usual, they're trying to, they try to ask out the Jennifers. I don't even know if they get that far. They, like, look at them, and they get rejected immediately, yes. which is fair. <laughs> and then they run into Camille. Who just really loves slapping Kendall. I think it's one of those, like, you find the strongest member of the pack, and then you assert your dominance. <laughs> She's trying to impress Logan. Yeah. Um, and then when that doesn't work, she just, that's when she goes directly for him to slap him. Yeah. I don't know. She's working on it. She is. She's working on her feelings, figuring herself out. Um, but yeah, she's practicing for her Degrassi audition. I was reading the Big Time Rush wiki, and it said... Camille couldn't be auditioning for Degrassi because Degrassi auditions are in Toronto, and to be eligible, and for funding reasons, you must be a Canadian citizen. <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> she, she is. Felt she, so... she knows what she wants, and she goes for it. I respect that about her. Is she me. on her way to the airport? I like, think I forgot to say this is what? season one, episode six. <laughs> <laughs> and it aired in February 2010. Good. And it was directed by John Rosenbaum. My favorite thing from his IMDb was The Pork, the Fork, and the Man from New York. <laughs> and it was directed by, or it was written by Scott Bellows. Classic. Mm-hmm. My boy. So then I run into The Sims Twins, who I don't think we ever hear from again. I know. So I think that's just here. Carlos is about to approach them, but they're like, no, wait, it's too risky. If you get their names wrong, then they get really upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Carlos is still, he's going to go for it. Mm-hmm. He puts his helmet on. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he walks up to them, says, hello, ladies. And then one of them says, what's my name? And he guesses Mandy, which was incorrect. So he gets thrown into the pool. <laughs> and then the rest of them go, oh, Sandy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's them. I think that's their whole thing. Proud of them. I <laughs> um, hope they're doing well. The boys wish for a, a nice, pretty, normal, not mean girl to move into the palm woods. Who's still really hot. Kendall says nice twice. Yeah. He can't think of more adjectives. <laughs> Those are the only things that girls are. And he wants her to be from North Carolina. Logan. Well, that's Logan's that. stipulation. That is true. I think it sounded like he just pulled it's, it out of his butt. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> But then, in walks a new girl from North Carolina. (gasps) And we hear this. So the way it's described, like, on the subtitles, it says soul music. They're trying to be let's get it on without straight up being let's get it on. They changed, like, 
one note, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I call it the vague romance kind of horny music, because <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, we hear that music a lot in this episode. So yeah, sl- we get some slow motion. They all just like see her. She says hi. She walks by, and then they start attacking each other, yelling, "She's mine!" So terrible, terrible teenage boys. Just terrible. Really scary. The worst. I was Mm -hmm. afraid of them. Yeah, the reason I got through it, it's like Joe is like strong, like a normal person, and they can't do anything, or you know, (laughs) that they're not dangerous, really. Yeah. Sometimes. I thought you were going to say they're not normal, which is true. That's also true. I just feel like Joe can hold her own and mm-hmm. could totally... Oh, she does judo, too, we find out later, so yes. she could totally beat them up. Okay, I feel fine. Joe's fine, but it just sucks. <laughs> they are not threats to her. Exactly. But it just sucks. They suck. Ah, 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 ah. So in the next scene, in Rock Records, um, I thought this was really cute. Logan and Kendall kind of match, because Logan's wearing a sweater vest, which... Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but um, his undershirt is like a plaid thing that matches Kendall's plaid, so. Nice. Yeah. Shout out Best to the costume department. They oh, will I... fail us later, but now <laughs> they're doing a good job. I wrote down um, Gustavo's weird, terrible diamond sweatshirt, mm. which is just, it's like white, and then it's got pictures of diamonds, or like little, little like, clip art of crystal diamond gems. I feel like it's guys. like quartz. It's not even anything good. It's, yeah, it's well. I wrote terrible, <laughs> so it's it's not a good sweatshirt. I think I honestly to offset the cute matching. I think I honestly have gone blind to Gustavo. <laughs> I just completely ignore them, and then when I hone in on them, I'm overwhelmed again with how bad they are. Mm-hmm. So they don't exist in my mind. But what does exist in my mind is freight train. <laughs> so Gustavo's trying to explain to them. We need to sing a slow love song. That's what the company wants. But they're all really distracted because there's just this huge man standing in the corner behind Gustavo. (laughs) And they're not listening to Gustavo. So they're like, does anyone else notice the huge guy in the corner? And we find out his name is Freight Train. And he is Gustavo's new executive in charge of making people do what he says. And every time they say his name, there is a train (laughs) sound. And also, he is perfect. He does punch a hole through the wall at that moment to show his power. So, I don't, <laughs> <He> <laughs> I don't needs, know what that means. He needs to show off his strength so that you know what he is not using on you because mm-hmm. he would never hurt anyone. He seems, he's such a kind soul. He is so kind. Is he got a feature on a song of theirs? <laughs> he is not <gasps> Big Rob, unfortunately. <laughs> Because I literally wrote down that he's Big Rob. (laughs) So Gustavo's trying to talk to them about the love song again. He says, like, one thing about a girl, and then the soul music starts again. And they're all fantasizing about Joe. And now she's wearing, like, a hockey jersey and carrying a hockey stick and carrying a bag of hockey gear. And walking in... That's I Heart Hockey. (laughs) Yeah, and she's walking in slow motion when there's, like, a fog machine. (laughs) Do they have hockey in North Carolina? No. I was... Okay. It was banned. (laughs) Thank God. Um, Then they all immediately start fighting again, which Gustavo, that poor guy, has no idea what's going on because they all just went silent for, like, 12 seconds (laughs) and started attacking each other. But Gustavo, now he has freight train, so he just has to yell freight train, and then freight train will go over and... Is this where he just squeezes them? No, no this is where he physically lifts James and Carlos. <laughs> Carlos says, this is fun. Kendall and Logan just stop fighting with each other out of shock, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and they talk about all the ways that they're going to attract this girl. James's is his Cuda man spray. Barracuda man spray. <laughs> and then he sprays it, and then he looks at the camera and goes, Better wear your Cuda, which is a running gag. Yes. Not in, only in this episode, I think it shows up in other episodes. They have to do yeah. Truman shows. Well, because there's other things of that brand. Yeah. Yeah, so it branches up from the, the man spray. But it's only Cuda. Interesting. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, somebody asks why he's spraying himself, and he's like, we're in love with a girl at the Palm Woods, and this is my edge. And I'm pretty sure this is how Gustavo and Freight Train and everyone find out about their mm-hmm. Joe situation, which is a buck wild way to learn of this. <laughs> it makes it sound like they're a polycule. It's not, it's like we're in love with a girl. Yeah. And then, I don't know, they were physically fighting with each other though, so. Not to go back to this, because in the last dream sequence that happened, it was clear that they did not have the same dream, but in this, they clearly all had the same dream, and that just shows that they are sharing a brain cell, <laughs> unless we only unless. got it from one of their perspectives. And if it was only one of them, it was Kendall because of the Definitely. hockey's focus. 100%. <laughs> okay, so now that's something we got to focus on. Like, are all of the oh, dream sequences from Kendall's perspective, well, or do they switch no, around? So far, it's just... In the School of Rock episode, oh god, I don't remember, what? but that came up in the School of Rock episode where they would say, oh, did yours have this? And then there's like, no, but close enough. Yeah. So Kendall's did- We did hear Kendall's there? Well, I think so, because think so. Carlos said his had something in it. And Logan's had a low student teacher yeah. ratio? And Kendall said close enough. And implies that what we saw was like he was imagining. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, we're gonna have to- We're gonna have to dive an eye over this. this. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, they're fighting, and then Gustavo yeah, gets very trained to push them all into the recording booth, just herds them in. And now they're going to try to record any kind of guy. So is this... I didn't write down exactly what scene. Is this where they're all sharing a single microphone? Yeah. Yes. Is that normal? Well, it depends. Okay, okay. Because I... I don't know how that works. We are... All three of us are sharing a single right. microphone, to be I fair. Think- at least for the first part, they're going to share a microphone so that mm-hmm. they can sing it all together. And then later when they're doing their own isolated vocals, they can do it over and listen to each other and make sure they're all doing it in the same way instead of just going blind. Okay. That makes sense. I love that their album only needs one slow song. <laughs> I wish that was still the norm for albums. <laughs> My interpretation is that Gustavo is writing the album, just kind of doing his own thing at his own pace, and Griffin will just call him in the middle of the night like, hey, put in a slow love song, and he just has to do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. So they're recording this awful ballad called <laughs> Any Kind of Guy. And they all just sound so sad to be singing it. And My favorite is Logan's, Yes, I will. Yes, I will. And it's like so <laughs> slow. So they're doing this and then James sneezes on the microphone a bunch of times. And the first time I heard it, I thought he was about to like yell something and like <laughs> spice up the song, but he was just sneezing. <laughs> He's gonna like rap over it. <laughs> And that's what He's Gustavo. Have, like, a big screamy, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be extremely good. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they sing their sad song. He sneezes a bunch. <laughs> this is a song about love, not sneezing. So not that one so much, but the next one I wrote down. Gustavo's deliveries of lines in this scene are just all over the place. I don't know <laughs> what SKG was doing. Well, this is also where the microphones kept doing that loud feedback. 
So that also sucked. There's just a lot of sounds happening. He says, get him to a doctor and fix him while I fix the song because it's horrible or <laughs> something like that. Very good. No. He like emphasizes the H in horrible. It's not a normal way that anyone would say this <laughs> sentence. And James is like, no, I don't want to go to the doctor. I'm in luck. Because it's not doctor time. It's still girl time. Yes. Um, and then Freight Train is tasked with bringing the boys back to the Palmwoods. So Kendall just <laughs> leaps into Freight Train's arms. <laughs> Callie drags James away to take him to the doctor. So at the Palmwoods pool, they are spying with tree hats. Yes. Yay. Yeah. They are watching Joe sit by the pool. Uh, so that creeps, sucks. Creepy boys. <laughs> Kendall says, Logan, what's the intel? <laughs> and then his intel is, according to your mom's Cosmopolitan magazine, <laughs> 75% of the female population is attracted to the bad boy type. Uh, Carlos calls the bad boy type. And then he, it gets worse. He ducks under the bushes and <laughs> pops back up and has lost the tree hat and is wearing, like, a bad boy getup and it includes a bandana. Yes, he definitely yeah. stole it from James. I don't know how he did it so quickly, but... Because mm-hmm. we gotta do this plot again. <laughs> we haven't done it in a while. That's the other thing. Like, they had already... He Maybe figured, they had filmed him out of order, too. Right. Or it could have been that he just figured, well, Kendall gets to be the bad boy already. Why don't I get to be the bad boy right now? I could be your bad boy, baby. I could be nice. <laughs> Logan's like, that's not going to work because 100% of the female population is attracted to guys with British accents. <laughs> One of them says, well, none of us are British. That's and Logan old. goes, speak for yourself, governor. <laughs> but like I worse. Said, oi, no. oi, speak for yourself, oh, no. governor. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I don't remember an oi unless I, I blocked that. it out. I, I don't think there's oi. an oi, but like, we can add Speak for yourself, governor. <laughs> And his face, his face weird, face like, square <laughs> thing with his mouth. <laughs> and then, what are you going to go with, Kendall? So they give Kendall the options. Uh, 60% like the steamy fireman, 40% like the brooding loner, and 0.7% like the jolly pastry chef. And then they smash cut to bitters <laughs> being a jolly pastry chef. He's just, like, stirring a pot of some batter at the poolside. <laughs> How long will you be staying at the Palmwoods? Yeah. It's honestly the the creepiest thing he does in the episode, so that's nice. Yeah. He actually, I really liked him in this episode. (laughs) Spoiler. But Kendall decides that he's just going to be himself. And then the other two just laugh at him directly in his face. (laughs) That never works. I'm not going to do the accent because I can't physically. (laughs) Well, I mean, you, it just has to sound really bad, so, like, I know, but easy. That's true. You can only do a good British accent. Um, when I was in middle school, though, I, I think I was attracted to the British accent, so that's also rough. That's just um, middle school. But also, yeah. Yeah, just middle school. Everyone goes yeah. through their middle school British accent phase, <laughs> you know? So, Kelly brings James to Dr. Hollywood. <laughs> Who has sort of like a Brendan Fraser in George of the Jungle vibe. That's exactly it. Definitely a pretty boy doctor. He looks like Brendan Fraser. Yeah. George of the Jungle. He is if you mixed Brendan Fraser with the Grey's Anatomy guy. Mm -hmm. And then made him... Dempsey. And then made him dumber. Yes. So he comes in and he's like, this should make it all better. And then he he drinks like a screwdriver. (laughs) 
You can do that on Nickelodeon, I guess. They didn't say what it was. It's just juice. That's what it looks like to me. It's just doctor juice. <laughs> it's just like a single sip of... But anyway. Yeah, the goof is you think he's about to hand it to James to cure him, but it turns out he didn't even know what the problem was yet, because <laughs> then he has to turn around and like ask what is happening. And James, the way James explains it is that the problem is that I'm here when I need to be at the Palmwoods impressing the girl of my dreams. And then <laughs> his response is, that sounds serious. I'm prescribing one dose of Black Bolero jacket and 100 cc's of tight pants. So, I can't stop thinking about the 100 cc's of tight pants. 100 cc's, that's five teaspoons of a liquid. I don't know how that translates to pants. I can't. I can't. Well, what's a dosage of a jacket? <laughs> Probably of one jacket. We're just this one jacket, but like... Well, how, how they're marketed like one by one. Like you, they don't come in packs of five usually. So I would guess just one. This is this is my experience as a pharmacy technician <laughs> coming in useful. Okay. Um, yeah, we totally dispense jackets. So he's, just, he's a bad doctor. Yeah. Well, okay, wait. So, sorry. I forgot. He writes the prescription on a pad of paper and tries to hand it to James. He wrote the prescription yeah. for tight pants. <laughs> Did he expect him to bring it to a pharmacy? <laughs> I'm losing my mind. What would you do? <laughs> I would get my man. I would get a pharmacist. <laughs> I'm like, I'd go to a pharmacist and say, what do I do? Or I'll just say, we don't dispense this. You'll have to go to a medical supply store because that's usually the answer. Do you think they have tight pants? I mean, there. maybe. You can get prescriptions for like supplements then you don't have to buy your insurance covers up or at mm -hmm. least part of that so maybe he can bring his what is his insurance coverage like what does insurance cover the tight pants yeah is he on if it's from a doctor is he still on his parents health insurance or did he like switch on to mrs knight's i would assume because... his own parents right Unless... Ooh, unless he gets it through Rock Records? Yes. Maybe. Because they want to make sure that the boys are taken care of, right? Well, also, minor. why else would they be visiting Doc Hollywood unless he's probably, like, the only provider that's covered on their shitty health plan, and that's yeah. why they have to go see him. Yeah. So Kelly's like, is it pollen? Pollen, of course. Oh, because first he said that it sounds like... Roseanne Barr syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Which... <laughs> Is that anything? I don't know what he's saying. No, it's not like the character. I they? know, but <laughs> they're just well, making no, it Roseanne Joe, right? Roseanne Barr is the actual. Did she have woman. a sneezing oh. issue where she died because the pain of the sneezing was so no, bad? She's still alive, and that's like, what I thought. Being a huge transphobe. Yeah, that's what I picked <laughs> off her own show. But it can only be relieved by the sweet mercy of death. <laughs> So, rip James, if that is the case. He'll be missed. And then Kelly's like, I think it's just allergies. The pollen count is really high today. And Dr. Hollywood is like, oh, okay. And then he takes out the biggest needle I've ever seen in my life. And is like, James, are you afraid of receiving giant shots? <laughs> James does a lot of shrieking in this episode. It's very good. Which is fair. And he runs away, which I would too. Yeah. Yeah, Gustavo's still trying to fix the song. So he's in his office, sadly singing the beginning of any kind of guy. Uh, it's very slow. <laughs> but he, has, like, he has a weird, like, syncopation every once in a while. Like, here I am, there you are. Why does it seem so fun? <laughs> he sounds really sad about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's putting some real feeling into it. The sadness is just that he knows it's a bad song and he can't do anything about it and it hurts him. 
So that's when Katie comes in. Mrs. Knight is like, sounds nice. <laughs> and he says, why are you here? <laughs> that's exactly how he says it. Oh my god. And Katie has a report for school. So she has to do a report on someone she admires, and she chose Gustavo. Um, Gustavo's like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm busy. And then Mrs. Knight, I love, well, I love when she stands up for her kids. Because she's like, hey, would I kill you to be nice for once? <laughs> and he goes, she can stay and ask four questions. To me, that kind of implies that he has, like, four questions in mind that he's hoping to be asked. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of a weird number. Like, I would have gone, like, I would have gone three, maybe. Yeah. He's trying to be nice. Give her an extra bonus question. <laughs> so he says, boy, baby, I can be nice. <laughs> Thank you. So Mrs. Knight abandons her daughter here well, with she's Gustavo. This horrible man. Well, she says go easy on him. She knows. Yeah, I know. She's not worried about her. I'm not worried about her. But, no. um, but this does introduce us to the amazing Katie Gustavo dynamic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gustavo's like, do you really admire me? And Katie says, no, but if I picked Eleanor Roosevelt, I'd have to read a bunch of stuff. And Gustavo's like, smart. <laughs> What's your first question? Your song is lame. That's not a question. <laughs> Back at the Palmwoods lobby, um, now there's spy music playing. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the vibe. No more triads, though. Right. So well, they're hiding. They're, there's no plants in the lobby for them to hide behind. Oh, they're kind of hiding behind the side of the reception desk. So they all kind of like scurry back so they can regroup and like make a plant. Kendall somersaults <laughs> back. <laughs> Logan explains. British Logan. <laughs> oh, British Logan. Who wants to do it? No. No. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not doing it. I didn't write the words down. British Logan says, we'll draw palm leaves to see who gets to ask her out first. Short one wins. So he has, like, these palm leaves, I guess, like, rolled up in his hands, and the tips are sticking out. So Kendall grabs one, and then it's really long, so it just keeps going. And the (laughs) sound effect that's playing with it is, like, in a horror movie with, like, the rising strings (laughs) that are, like, (laughs) really dissonant. Uh, So he lost... (laughs) Carlos goes, and he picks... Logan knows which one is the short one, and Carlos grabs it and starts pulling it, and Logan's like, no, pick the other one. <laughs> and Carlos goes, I've never had a girlfriend! Which implies that he's the only one who hasn't. Mm. So somewhere along the line... Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm assuming that they have only grown as people in their lives, that they have not gone backwards. So some poor, unfortunate young woman have had to deal with worse versions of the boys. <laughs> So Carlos He goes, says, stand back, boys, and watch the bad boy get the pretty girl. And then he absolutely crushes it as a bad boy. I don't know what he was doing. Right. <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> he absolutely could have been the bad boy. So he must have, like, studied Kendall. He keeps grabbing the, like, lapels of his oh, unzipped ja- leather jacket and he'll like pull him forward and then there's like a whip cracking sound yes. effect and it, he does it like four times I don't know what the deal is there but he leaps over the chair in the little like sitting area because um, Joe's sitting over there looking at a script but he, he has to leap over it because he's a bad boy He, that's what bad boys do and she immediately reads him and shuts him down in <laughs> a second like oh are you trying out for the bad boy role in Magic Middle School? Nice, good luck. 
I hate bad boys in real life. <laughs> and then this brings up my my favorite part of the episode, which is just bitters at the front desk being really intrigued <laughs> by this, like he's watching a sporting event. I thought you were gonna say that your favorite part is Logan's next line. No, I hate Logan's <laughs> next line. Poor old chap. He's in a bit of a sticky wicket. I don't know what... I forgot to look up what a wicket was because I was afraid. I think it was for... Is it um, a cricket thing or did they just rhyme? Did they just rhyme? There's a wicket in cricket. God, I hate 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 the sport. Bad sport. Sorry, cricket. (laughs) But the way Kendall turns to look at Logan when he says that, he's like he's lost his mind. (laughs) Carlos realizes that his bad boy shtick isn't gonna work, so when Joe asks him his name, he says that his name is... And his accent is so much worse than Logan's. He's like, Reginald Salisbury from England! And then Logan starts to scream. (laughs) Kendall has to grab his mouth and pull him away. Pushes him onto the ground. (laughs) And... Oh, and it's playing that, um, every time a British accent comes up, harpsichord music plays in the background, so now that's back. Was it a, I thought it was a dulcimer. Oh, one of those. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Joe asks him which part of England he's from. And she goes there every year. And he says some, uh, more bad things. Cheerio! Put another strip on on the body. Don Cachon. (laughs) And runs away. And he gets back with his friends and... American Logan is like, you stole my bit! <laughs> she smells so nice and I'm panicked. <laughs> She'll be mine. Is that how it is? She'll be mine! It's so, I hate not, how possessive they are. Right, really. but the only one who can actually do the she will be mine is in a fun way. Yeah, it is yeah. James. So, uh, Logan, I don't know what his plan is. I think he was going, like, boy next door or something. At that point. He just seemed like kind of a normal boy. Right, but then Camille... <laughs> knows what she wants, and goes in and takes it, and she, like, acts like she's doing an audition thing, but makes sure that it's in a way that it could be taken as her actually talking to Logan. Um, so, because she's like, please, not now, Camille. And then she yells, of course I'll take you back! <laughs> and it, when it flashes back to Carlos times. and Kendall, they are losing their minds. This is the best thing they've ever seen in their lives. <laughs> I'm going to tell Rachel we're back together and that I will destroy anybody who tries to come between us. Maintains eye contact with Joe, walks away. Oh, when does she kiss all over his face and leaves lipstick marks? She, lipstick marks show up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when it happens. Okay. Um, And as she's walking by the boys, Kendall asks, Oh, One Tree Hill audition? And she goes, yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) Then Logan's left there with Joe and Joe's just kind of looking at him and then Logan has... No idea what to say, so he's just kind of making sounds with his mouth. <laughs> and he just backs away <laughs> and then runs. Bitters again is watching, watching from behind the desk. It's amazing. <laughs> and Logan gets back over there and demands a do-over. Kendall says, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't get a do-over. And then he goes for his turn. This, oh. Well, they do ask if Camille's a good kisser. And Logan said he was pleasantly surprised. So, had he thought about it? I don't know, because he's not, he didn't seem into it at all. No. He's not into her at all. No. I feel so bad for Camille. She can do so much better. Yeah. I can't get into that right now. That's a whole thing. <laughs> Later. So, um. Kendall goes, and Joe is gone, and he goes, oh, hockey flex. <laughs> Which is not a... <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't 
don't take the name of hockey in vain. <laughs> That's how serious it is. Like, this. It reminds me of Ever After High, the way they put magic words into things. <laughs> yeah. We like, will watch excellent. cartoons. <laughs> yeah, Gustavo's still yeah. in his office, still, still just singing the song again, really slow with the piano, but now Katie's there watching him. Once he says, he goes, any kind of guy you want, that's a guy I'll be. But then he changes it to, this song is terrible. It's terrible! This is when Katie writes in her notes, Gustavo doesn't know how to write a song and has never loved. <laughs> well, she also points out that he's not wearing a wedding ring and hates every living thing. <laughs> so so that's harsh. He's clearly never been in love. That's why uh, Mrs. Knight told her to go easy on him. I might be wrong. I don't think Gustavo ever has any sort of romantic storyline or anything throughout no, the entire that's show. Kind of sad he, for him. But what if that's like himself? But yeah, what if he doesn't want a relationship? I guess I don't think he wants or needs one. Yeah, he's a, he's not seeking it out for sure. No, I guess he in the next episode we found out he's kind of living his best life. <laughs> he really is. Um, but he still so wants more. He. <laughs> Tells Katie that you don't have to be in love to write a love song. You can just replace what you're passionate about for love. And Katie's like, so this song's about a sandwich? Because you can't have one single episode without a fat joke. Love it. <laughs> and then, I mean, maybe he just likes sandwiches. Have we ever seen him eat a sandwich? Probably. We'll have to I keep our eye out for it. I'm just saying he just loves sandwich sandwich watch 2020. <laughs> uh, but now Gustavo, he's like, the song's going to be great. I'll show you. Freight train. Dogs. Now. And he just goes, you got it, and goes to get him. And then Katie's like, can I borrow him sometime? And Gustavo goes, no, you cannot. <laughs> uh, so now we're back with my favorite character, Dr. <laughs> and he's got the big shot thing again. And he's like, this isn't going to hurt a bit. It's going to hurt a lot. And then James screams again, and he's tied to a gurney. <laughs> And he threatens Kelly and Dr. Hollywood with his Barracuda man spray. Yeah, he's, that's, he's able to pull it out of his pocket, and he's <laughs> still tied down. Um, Doc Hollywood has his own. I think it's lime. Now, yeah. now a new spice lime. Better wear your Cuda. <laughs> and Kelly's like, unbelievable. She is trying to do her job. She has the brain cell this episode. Yeah. Sometimes she loans it to freight train. True. <laughs> Kelly's like, is there anything you can do? And he's like, hmm, there's one thing that might work. And he's like rubbing his chin and it looks like he's thinking. And then he just goes, do you think I need a chin implant? <laughs> the next scene is... They're back at the pool. Yes. Um, and Joe is back at the pool. Yes. So they're trying to help with, Eric quotes Kendall with his girl strategy. Carlos and Logan shove a pair of giant fake teeth into Kendall's mouth. And banjo music plays. And he's like, no, I'm going to be myself and take his teeth out. <laughs> and he doesn't Thanks, really... but I think I'm going to stick with the be myself strategy. <laughs> I hate him so much. I know. He doesn't, but he does a really impressive toss of the teeth and Carlos catches them. And I wonder how many times they had to do that shot. That's a hockey move, right? <laughs> yeah. That's how yes. hockey's played. Hockey bucks. And Logan says, I told you we should have used the glue, which is just... I don't even... I love the two of them scheming. <laughs> we don't get that dynamic very much. We don't get it very often. Because usually Logan's bullying Carlos in mm -hmm. some way, but mm -hmm. not, not, not yet. But Carlos, I don't know if it's that he doesn't think enough or doesn't care enough to tell Logan when he's overthinking it and being stupid, mm -hmm. but the Logan-Carlos schemes are definitely 
think the dumbest and the weakest, <laughs> yeah. and therefore the funniest, I think. <laughs> Kendall goes to use the be myself strategy on Joe. He looks like a normal guy. He's, she seems he's not a normal life. She seems not repulsed <laughs> by it. Um, he's introducing himself and welcoming her to the palm woods, and then freight train <laughs> comes up behind him and like picks him up by the back of the shirt. <laughs> And Kendall's trying so hard to be normal. ignore this. He's like, this is weird, right? And Logan and Carlos are extremely excited by this, but then Freight Train also picks them up. He picks up Kendall and Logan, but he's just dragging Carlos by <laughs> his the way around. arm. No, no Carlos okay. is being dragged, for sure. And he's like, this is fun! <laughs> and then Kendall demands a do-over, and Logan's like, no, because Logan didn't get a do-over either. So they're all dragged back to Rock Records. To um, sing their stuff. <laughs> yeah, Gustavo hasn't made any changes. It's exactly the same thing. So they each have their line that they sing. So it like pans across to each guy as they do their, that's the guy I'll be. And then the next one says, turn myself upside down. And then, Gustavo goes, what was that? What was that? And because James is wearing this, like, giant gas mask. Yeah. And he is rocking out. <laughs> He's having to this sad song. <laughs> if he was at 100%, this song might have been good. <laughs> would it have? I think so. I think he could have brought it back. So Gustavo's like, why does he sound like that? And Kelly's like, because he won't get a shot. And I'm not a nurse! And Gustavo compliments her on her improved yelling. <laughs> I like that they just yell practice together. Yes. yes. It's, we it's should cute. start. Who yells the least of the main characters? Hmm. Maybe Kendall's mom. Mm. We had to start a tally. So, yeah, this is when Kelly leaves the studio with James because they need to go get his allergy shot. So Kelly turns the corner and James is in the doorway, but he turns around and he pulls out his man spray and starts spraying himself and doing, like, what's that move where he, like, wiggles his fingers in front of his face? He does the face. Yeah, the I'm pretty face. Then runs away. (laughs) And the boys are all like, ah, I don't feel good either. I gotta go to the doctor, too. And then this is when Freight Train comes over and hugs them, the hug of silence. <laughs> and then they're like, you know what? I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and then Freight Train, um, this is the first time he like really talks to them. And it's really cute. He's yeah. saying, you know, it's not that bad of a song. In fact, if I were a girl and someone sang this to me, I'd be really touched. <laughs> and and Kendall says, how touched? <laughs> like, go out with you touched? And then Carlos has to reiterate... If we sang this song to you, if you were a girl. <laughs> and he's so like, I, I yeah. I him to be like, no, if I was a girl, I thought it would be, I thought it would suck. If I was a girl, if there was a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they all start like yelling and fighting again because they're terrible. Yep. Terrible boys. And, oh, yeah, Katie's here the whole time, and she's sitting in that chair that's hanging from the ceiling yep. by a chain, and it's like a sphere pod. Very dated. Yeah, so she's she's been there the whole time. Anyway, I want to. <laughs> so then she finishes her report again, and Gustavo goes, Your report and my song are not done. Release the hounds. <laughs> And then the boys leave to try to sing this song and win Joe over. 
out in front of Rock Records, they run into Kelly getting a hot dog. <laughs> She's just done. <laughs> because they got into her car, and then James ran out of the car, sprayed the Kahuna spray, hopped into a cab, and screamed, She will be mine! She will be mine! <laughs> and Kelly doesn't get paid enough. <laughs> and then one of the boys says, He's going to the Palmwoods to steal our girl! I think it's Carlos. Yeah. But... It's weird, because now it's their collective girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah it keeps going back and forth. I'm and... <laughs> so, James, I don't know what stereotype exactly he's going for. He's wearing, like... The jacket and the tight pants. He went for the prescription. But they're certainly yes. not black in yeah. any way. He didn't say black. A black lara jacket and tight pants. They're not even tight. They're, like... Boot cut? Yeah. <laughs> They're also like really low waisted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was a good oh, look. Oh, oh god. It was okay. Bad, but... <laughs> like fashion I, I think as far as fashion goes, I think it was fun. But yeah, they keep doing like close ups on like his legs and everything, so you see the pants up close. He's strutting across the pool and all the girls are looking up and like lowering their sunglasses to look at him because he is in his element. Mm-hmm. And he shows up at Joe and Camille's table. Because they're, they're talking. They're friends. friends. Yay. He goes, hello. And they scream. <laughs> Not the reaction I usually get. But I'm James. I'm in a band. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when you see that every part of his face and hands are just puffed up. Um, yeah, he and is. And red and not... splotchy. <laughs> and he asks Joe if she wants to go on a date. And she says, well, shouldn't you go to a doctor first? No, it's still girl time. <laughs> And that's when he finds out that his hands are enormous, and Camille shows him a mirror so he can see his face, and he screams. And Camille goes, are you wearing Barracuda Man Spray? And James is, like, really upset. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And then he pulls out the can and turns to the camera and goes, better Barracuda. <laughs> it's my favorite goof, I think. <laughs> Because the man spray was recalled for causing severe allergic reactions. So that's not good for James. He runs away screaming. (laughs) Well, he like fast walks away, but with the same music, like twice the tempo. (laughs) Yes. Um, Can I say something mean? Absolutely. You know who James looks exactly like in this scene? I really, really want to know. Eddie Redmayne. (laughs) No! (laughs) So the boys... Uh, run into each other in the lobby, and James says that can't make any moves on her until... Oh, he's on the phone with Kelly. Kelly, I need you to pick me up! Because he needs to get a shot. The boys all scream, and he's like, I'm allergic to man's brain, and you're not allowed to talk to her until I'm pretty again! And they all, in unison, say, forget it. And then Bitters starts ringing the bell <laughs> in, like, the bitchiest manner possible. And he's like, she left... The pool. <laughs> <laughs> he just craves drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is this is the bitters I can get into. <laughs> I wish he still had his fries. <laughs> <laughs> What's the episode where he's literally eating popcorn the whole time and they're watching it? And it's exactly oh, the one where the, the cable's movie. out. Yeah, I don't remember which one it is, but yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. He's not as bitchy, but. But I wish he had the French fries because when I picture when I think of bitters, all I can picture is the little flash of him realizing that the whiteboard is gone and just like (laughs) 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 just like coughing exasperatedly. And I want that to be bitters. I want that to be his thing. Mm -hmm. But they find out that she's not coming back until five because she's at an audition. That's where that is. Then it goes back to Rock Records to catch up on Gustavo and Katie's report. 
Katie's walking away, and he catches up with her, and Gustavo's like, hey, tell me how you ended the report. I can take it. I'm a man. <laughs> and she's like, <sighs> clearly past his prime, and with no life experience to reflect on, Gustavo couldn't finish the love song he so desperately craved. And Gustavo's response, he goes, that is so not cool. But he sounds exactly, it's a James delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an, I'm like, he's, hey, SKG, what are you doing? He's, they're rubbing off on him. I mean, I never questioned his line deliveries, because even when he says things weird, it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. I love him. Um, but then her delivery is also very good. She goes, my report is due tomorrow. <laughs> Mrs. Knight pulls up in her car to pick Katie up, and she invites Gustavo uh, to get sandwiches with them. And Freight Train asks if he can come, and she's like, sure. <laughs> she's never met this man. So, in a couple scenes when they do show up, they're eating ice cream cones, yeah, not sandwiches. Okay, yes. so... Because in the scene that we just watched, Katie was telling Gustavo that he needs to get out of his recording studio so that he can experience things and actually have emotion to draw on. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking that we missed a really cute montage... Hmm. Maybe. Gustavo experiencing things. Yeah. With Katie and Mrs. Knight and Freight Train. That'd be extremely cute. See, the deepest I got here was, oh, maybe they got sandwiches and then got ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) But... No, I really want it to be a montage, because we don't know what time they find out that Joe was going to not... (laughs) (laughs) They don't... We don't know what the clock said when... (laughs) When Joe was going to an audition, so we don't know how long it is until 5 o'clock. We could have done any number of things. Hey, can we make a clock and it just says girl time? Yeah. It's all signs. Yeah, and we'll put it up here on the wall. Uh, uh, so, uh, we're back with Dr. Hollywood. James is ready for the shot. He's not afraid anymore. Um, he is very upset, though. Yeah. <laughs> so Doc Hollywood just jams a needle into his arm through the leather jacket and, like, puts it in as he's making, like, a poo noise with his mouth. <laughs> and then James passes out, and Doc, Doc Hollywood's like, nice jacket, because <laughs> he's unconscious. And Kelly's like, what did you give him? Something's for his panic attack. Were you not here? <laughs> And she he's goes, a bad doctor. He's got to sing a song. And he just goes, hmm, sing a song, sing a song, sing a song shot. Sing a song shot. <laughs> As he's digging through this bag of giant needles. So James is out for the rest of the episode. He's done. <laughs> uh, so the other three enlist guitar dude to help them serenade Joe on her belt. Well, we know at least Logan enlisted him. Well, because he said, well, should we wait for the other guys? So what I'm imagining happened mm-hmm. is that each of them tried to get him... Like, hey, I need you to play this song for me. And then he's like, oh, uh, uh, Kendall already asked me. Oh, yeah, it's it's a duet. And then Logan comes up like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, all three of us are doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna meet over here right now. <laughs> no, that is exactly how it works. Hard to just lives for the drama. He's also not wearing his sunglasses here, which threw me off. It did. I was like, who is that guy? <laughs> Shouldn't we wait for the other dudes? <laughs> That I knew. And Logan's like, no, it's a solo now. Just strum like you've never strummed before. <laughs> so we need to talk about his delivery of just the first, like, five words here. <laughs> I haven't practiced it. I will. I'm practicing my Logan impression. It's going to take me a while. But he's like, here I am. There you are. Um, so then he gets through the next, like, two lines before he gets tackled by Carlos. Yeah. He gets, like, thrown over... <laughs> 
like a small ledge. Like I don't really know the small ledge with the trees that they always hide in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gu- Gutardian stops, and Carlos is like, "No, go on, go on." <laughs> and he does. He's like, "Okay." Carlos sings, and then Kendall comes in and like hip checks him out of the way. <laughs> Kendall starts really flat here, uh-huh. but then he gets into it, Guitar and it's fine. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And then the other ones, they start, like, getting up one by one and joining in. They're all trying to sing the loudest and get her attention. Mm-hmm. She's up on her balcony <laughs> looking yeah. down on them. Yep. And then Guitar Dude, like, he's, like, because they get more and more frantic, so they're speeding up, so Guitar Dude speeds up, and he's, like, rocking out. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it gets really loud, and, and then Joe stops them and says, it's a great song. And it flashes to them, and, like, Kendall blows a little kiss. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Um, and she tells them that, actually, she has a boyfriend. But they can still be friends. And they're like, yeah. Because <laughs> they're awful little boys. And one of the ones like, well, that stung. But then Gustavo comes out of nowhere. He goes, no, that was amazing. <laughs> so that's just where they have their ice cream cones. I think that's one of the only words he knows. And yeah. then he eventually writes a song called Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, oh, it was supposed to be a fast song the whole time, I think. So he's still a genius. So Gustavo's all pumped up now. He's like, freight train to the studio. And then he tries to jump into freight train's arms like Kendall did earlier, but freight train is holding his ice cream cone. He doesn't even try to catch him. So Gustavo's just, he just falls to the ground. Which is like cement. Yeah. So all the boys have to help pick him up. Um, and and Camille comes out of Joe's apartment because they've been hanging out as friends in there, which is great. I'm so glad that they have each other to like be normal with. And I was like, wait, you told me you didn't have a boyfriend. Joe's like, well, I can't deal with that every day. Which valid. So proud of her. Camille goes, <laughs> boys are stupid. <laughs> Remember, Logan's fine. <laughs> um, and so then they flash to the music video where they're singing the song fast. And almost right away, Katie. So Katie's sitting there next to Griffin, the CEO of the company, and she reaches over and shoves him in the arm when he's not jamming out visibly. <laughs> she's the strongest she character. Yeah. Has so much power. So, so, when is she? She sits on freight train's shoulders at one point. Mm. I forgot when it was, but it's really cute. Somewhere in the music video, I'm sure. And the Jennifers do make an appearance in the music video. So that's true. It's so one does, of them. Okay. So does Joe. They got her to do and this. And Well, they got a lot of things to happen. In this montage. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's just them in the recording studio. But then it flashes, like, they're dancing outside of rock records. In the street. Um, At one point, then they say, when they say turn around, they do the spin. But then when they finish the spin, they're dressed in, like, the suits with the gold brown jackets. So that was extremely good. Yeah. And then at one point, they're cavemen. Any kind of guy. I'm trying to figure out if that was, like, a deleted scene where... Because why else would they make them do all of that makeup? Are they just doing it for fun? They're like, hey, we should dress you up as cavemen. I think so, maybe. They also, James is in the video in his allergy situation, <laughs> but... He, well, that's why I'm, I'm thinking it's, like, out of the timeline somehow. <laughs> but it needs to be in the timeline because the Jennifers are in the video. Oh, fuck. And they need to... Because James <laughs> is standing there dancing with Joe and Camille, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then there's a... Once it gets to the bridge, it shows Joe sitting by... Well, okay, this didn't happen. <laughs> Joe's sitting next to the poolside, and she's reading Cosmopolitan magazine. But then on the cover, it's Kendall dressed as a pirate. And then it changes to Logan dressed as Uncle Sam. Like, we can't say that's in the timeline, right? No. Okay, no. cool. <laughs> but the 
sexy video. Also, Bandana Man. Yeah. yeah. Bandana Man showed up a lot, and I was very happy about that. Oh, didn't it also show... It showed a bunch of costumes. Like, there's Danger Boy. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot from, like... And then Logan's, like, weird piano jacket from the pilot. <laughs> yes. I love the piano Oh, uh, and then at one point, um, turn your worlds upside down, and then the it's whole screen flips upside down. Yeah, the seven tree hats, and then Logan pops up from underneath the bush and goes, Yes, I will. Yes, I will. <laughs> um, so that's amazing, and it's the a best part fun. of the episode, in my opinion. It's a very fun video. Yeah. And then it ends, and Griffin looks to Gustavo and says, I asked you to write a slow love song, but you wrote me. A hit. A hit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wrote me a fast. <laughs> a hit. But I still want a slow love song. And put the word baby in it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, put, I wrote in my notes, ah, so all the babies in songs is Griffin's fault. Ooh. Yes. That tracks. Yeah, no, that that does. <laughs> and as he's walking out, he, has, he walks past Freight Train, who's standing by the door, and he looks up at him and says, and what's your name? And then he says freight train and then the freight train noise plays <laughs> and then griffin just goes of course it is and then leaves <laughs> so that was a weird interaction to have with another human yeah. griffin i mean that is just griffin i he's know but the strangest man in the world <laughs> but i think it's because he's just really really rich and they know how to show that mm-hmm. he's like a henry j finch the fourth type <laughs> so katie's report is done so, like all great artists, Gustavo finds his music in life. And that's why I admire Gustavo Rock. And Gustavo says, amazing. <laughs> you forgot to write, I'm amazing. I really wanted to do that. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. I know. <laughs> so, once again, they're in the lobby. And once again, they agree not to let girls come between them. And they will only try to date girls that they meet See, separately. They say, go after girls we meet alone, which is Ooh, bad that's, in that's many ways. Really bad. Hey, Scott. <laughs> um, and then, of course, another girl shows up and asks them how to get to the gym, and they all die. And <laughs> Katie gives there, and she gives her directions, and then she just sort of steps out of the way. And then the girl goes to the gym, and then the boys start trying to kill each other again. And they keep yelling, she's mine! Like, I thought we were past that, but we're no, not. We're, oh, we were never past that. No, that goes, that lasts until the last episode. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. you're right. <sighs> I want to say a bad thing about the song, Any Kind of Guy. It's going to sound like an insult, but it's not. It's just a thing that no one's going to enjoy hearing me say. The entire time the verses and pre-chorus were playing, my brain was... Waiting for the chorus, and it was auto-filling the chorus from Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. And I was like, Scott Fellows is not gonna rickroll me. I know this I know this song, and I know it's not Never Gonna Give You Up. I know it's any kind of guy, but I, I still, there was like a weird disconnect, and I was like, but what if it is Never Gonna Give You Up? Because I do think it would fit. I love that. Um, these boys are disasters. Did we have any fun facts, trivia? Because we hit the end of the episode. This is the first time North Carolina was mentioned in the show. <laughs> but, shockingly, not the last. Yeah, because... In a very short span of time. <laughs> Spoilers. 
That, that's every. That's the only thing I thought was. Well, I had the thing about Camille and Degrassi, but. Mm. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention that I really enjoyed is when James storms back into Dr. Hollywood's office to get his shot because he's not afraid anymore. He's wearing hockey gloves and a hockey helmet with like the face shields, and then Dr. Hollywood is just laying on the exam table with earbuds in, just listening <laughs> to his iPod. And then when Dr. Hollywood gives him the shot, he blows a raspberry as it happens. So that's not great bedside manner, probably. And then you can see all of the other medical staff from the building watching through the window of the door. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that. Oh, I thought of something. The Who subtitles, God bless them. (laughs) When the boys were calling for do-overs in talking to Joe because things kept going wrong for them, it thought... Oh, do Doover was one word with no hyphen or anything, so it just said Doover. <laughs> I'm so glad you also had that experience. I thought it was just Hulu, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, remember when Eddie Redmayne was just the guy from Les Mis? Yeah. I missed the Les Mis memes, that was a good year. <laughs> I miss when he creates life! And he just <laughs> One of the comments on the Big Time Love song, Big Time Rush Fandom Wiki, is... Fave episodes in season one and season two and season three and season four and season five. <laughs> season five? <laughs> Somebody misheard Logan saying, You stole my bit as you stole my bitch. So. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to hear the word bitch in their voices, but I can't. British no. Logan saying bitch. <laughs> I feel like Kendall would say son of a bitch. No, he'd say hockey pucks. Yeah. <laughs> ah, hockey pucks. Um, well, I think that's it. <laughs> good. good. Thank ending. you for joining us for Big Time Love Song. Next time we are watching Big Time Mansion, which I'm very excited to talk about. I have a lot of things to say about that one. I feel like I have a lot of things to say about all of them. Yeah. I know. Which is I can't say that every time I mention <laughs> well, an episode. I mean, if we need, like, a sign-off. Well, I was just going to say that we have to go because our pants are cold. Because <laughs> last time we had, like, an out, like, we were just chatting for a little bit. Girl, my. The Jennifers are very good. Very powerful. I mean, they are a parody of the Jonas Brothers. I can't stand this. <laughs>